All right. Joining us here in the studio for the news briefing is Choi Mira. Good morning to you. Good morning, Henry. We're going to begin with a sort of a continuation of what I was talking about in the opening, and that is an update on the Seoul mayoral by-elections, as well as the Busan mayoral mm-hmm. races. We have two opposition party candidates, uh, Oh Se-hoon and Park Hyung-jun, and it looks like now the, um, they, that they are solidified as the candidates. We're seeing much more details being scrutinized. Some people say, oh, this is negative campaigning. The, um, other people will say, well, this is part of what's in Korean known as gumjung, right? Vetting mm-hmm, yeah. the process, just figuring out what these guys are all about. Uh, let's start off with uh, some of the things that have been um, raised as far as their problematic issues. Yes, both of the main opposition People Power Party candidates, Oh Se-hoon and Park Hyung-jun, have been under strong criticism. For Oh, it is over real estate corruption scandal, and for Park, uh, it is illegal surveillance allegations. And as you mentioned in the opening, Oh has been under attack after the ruling party brought up the issue of 2009, where Oh allegedly abused its power as sole mayor to ask the land ministry to designate some land owned by his wife in Daegukdong in central Seoul as public housing area called Bogumjari Jutek. The ruling party says the designation came two months later and all took tremendous profits from the land sale to the government. And Busan mayoral candidate Park Kyung-jun has been under fire for illicit surveillance charges during the time when he served as political secretary of former President Lee Myung-bak. The ruling party spokesperson Ho Young strongly condemned Park for his continuous denial of the charge. And Ho said Park has violated the principle of liberty and democracy and urged him to withdraw his candidacy to take full responsibility and fully cooperate with the investigation. Right. And in regards to the eavesdropping allegations against Park Kyung-jun, there was a pretty significant uh, bombshell report by KBS yesterday, which detailed there was the uh, controversial Four Rivers Reclamation Project. That was the signature piece by uh, Lee Myung-bak at the time. And there were a lot of people who opposed this uh, Mm -hmm. for a lot of environmental reasons and other issues. And it looked like, uh, I guess at the time, MB was very upset that people would oppose it. So he ordered that uh, there be certain surveillance Mm -hmm. activities going on. And apparently, uh, despite those denials uh, previously that Park Hyung-jun himself saying he had no idea of knowing anything about these uh, surveillance activities, it does look like uh, that particular surveillance operation happened under his watch. And so uh, that was uh, disclosed by that KBS interview. Obviously, it does kind of put to, uh, at least you can say kindly, a mistruth or maybe say more harshly a lie Mm -hmm. that Park Hyung-jun is saying right now about his um, lack of knowledge on these things. So uh, that's going to be something that uh, he's going to have to wrestle with. He's been leading by quite a significant margin in Busan up till now. So we'll see if this kind of makes the race a little bit tighter. On the Seoul side with Oh Se-hoon, the former mayor. So he's got a long track record of records and you can debate whether you like what he did or what you didn't like what he did during those uh, five years where he was mayor. One thing uh, for sure is that the timing of these allegations of the Bogumjari Jutek, again, it's a long time ago, 2009, during, again, the MB uh, period uh, where these allegations were raised. Um, nothing came about it. Uh, probably there wasn't a big appetite from the MB government to really investigate this that uh, clearly, as Oseon was again a very close ally to MB at the time. There is the timing of this being 10 years ago, but it's also coinciding with this LH yeah. scandal. And so 
people are already very sensitive about these government officials who are abusing That's power right. and using mm-hmm. insider information to uh, gain real estate profits. And so if Oh Se-un is now being lumped into that kind of group, he's not part of the LH scandal, of course, but this is another part of the pattern of public officials who have been able to gain mm-hmm. advantage with that information. And so uh, that looks like it's going to be another yoke uh, under his kind of Uh, burden for him to try to successfully win this election. But as we turn to our next story here, he's also got to win the consolidation battle with An Chao-su, who is going to be his rival to see who can be the one guy who goes against the ruling party. An Chao-su, what's going on with him? Well, there's this battle between um, An Chao-su and the ruling uh, Democratic Party. They're trying to, I guess, uh, fight a different war on a front of the um, former Seoul mayor, Pagwan Sun. He has, of course, uh, passed away. He uh, took his life after these uh, sexual harassment allegations came to the surface. Now, An Jisoo has been kind of hammering home a lot of issues in regards to the former mayor. And it looks like, at least for An, he's getting some support from his other rivals, the main opposition party. That's right. Uh, the ruling Democratic Party and People's Party, An Chol-su, uh, have intensified their attacks on each other after uh, Democratic Party's Seoul mayor candidate Park Yong-sun criticized An for, quote, being too patriarchal, as An demanded the party kick out its lawmakers, Na Min-sun, uh, Jin Sun-mi, and Go Min-jung, who proposed uh, that former Seoul mayor Park Won-sun's secretary be referred to as an, quote, alleged victim, or 피해 호소인 in Korean, when she came forward and revealed that she had been sexually harassed by Park. And, and, and this time, the main opposition PPP sided with An. Uh, the party's mayoral candidate Oh Se-un said yesterday that he fully agrees with An that the ruling party should throw out the three lawmakers to punish them for using the cruel term that further damaged the victim's psychological state and well-being. And PPP flow leader Chu Ho-young also told reporters yesterday that if Park Yong-san wants to make a sincere apology to the victim, she will show that she means it by kicking the three lawmakers out. He added that Park's uh, designation of these three lawmakers to key positions within her camp just shows how little she cares about gender equality issues and sexual crimes. And PPP lawmaker Yoon Hee-suk, during a radio interview yesterday, criticized Park Yong-sun for calling An Chol-su as being patriarchal and argued that Park is distorting and abusing the gender issue to her advantage. Right. So it's, it's an, a gender issue battle, and it's kind of ironic that the side that's being accused of being insensitive to the gender issues is really the historical candidacy of Park Yong-sun, who has um, a staff of where pretty much all the senior officials are mm-hmm. all females. The chief spokesperson being Ko Min-jung, who famously defeated Oh Se-hoon in the uh, recent parliamentary elections. Her chief of staff is Lee Soo-jin, who famously defeated Na Kyung-won, uh, who was a former Seoul mayoral candidate in the previous parliamentary elections. And you have all these high-profile women uh, re- uh, representing Park Yong-sun in her camp. Now, how you view the Park Park Won-sun allegations certainly might be shaped by your ideological mm. leanings. And so certainly there is an element of politics involved there, and that's an unfortunate part of it. Uh, but you can't argue with the fact that one side does represent sort of an emergence of female power, while the other side 
it's when we talk about the patriarchy, we're talking about traditional uh, older men who dominate all the power mm, structures yeah, in the sure. camp. And it looks like on that side, you have An Chesu being one of the main candidates, uh, uh, an elderly, um, I guess, a man who is uh, getting into his elderly age. And another man also, uh, Oh Se-un, another former uh, mayor who is also uh, an older man who is uh, kind of representing sort of that uh, old male power structure and a party that largely is dominated by older Korean men. Nak Young-won had a chance to win. Uh, she could have represented. Maybe they mm. could have had a stronger argument on that gender issue. But uh, apparently the voters there decided that Oh Se-won would have been the stronger candidate to support PPP. It's going to be an interesting battle with gender and uh, An Chesu being sort of the him wanting to be the avatar of uh, mm. feminist uh, equality. Uh, it, you would hope to see some more policy proposals from An Chesu. All you're hearing about An Chesu right now is either some of these raising these kind of squabbles or talking about consolidation yeah. with uh, the opposition. But you haven't really seen anything about Anju Su, what his vision for Seoul necessarily will be. And so hopefully that will come out uh, in yeah. the uh, later weeks of campaigning. Let's get an update on COVID-19 now, Mita. Could you uh, uh, give us the latest numbers where we stand as well as the vaccination status? Sure. Uh, the daily COVID-19 tally has stubbornly remained in the 300 and 400 range over the past few weeks. And unfortunately, Yesterday, the country added 470 more cases, which is the highest number in three weeks. And of the new cases, all but 18 cases were local infections. The total caseload now stands at 93,733. And with three additional deaths, the total death toll is now at 1,648. Inoculations are well underway so far. A total of 446,941 people have been inoculated since the start of the vaccination program about two weeks ago. And 60,662 more getting vaccinated as of Tuesday midnight. According to the KDCA, uh, 438,890 have uh, received AstraZeneca shots and 8,051 Pfizer shots. And health authorities plan to decide tomorrow whether to extend the current social distancing measures, uh, which put Seoul and its surrounding areas under level 2 and the rest at level 1.5 right now. Right. So stubbornly, unfortunately, we are still in the uh, 300 to 400 range. And it looks like we are kind of more staying in the 400 range mm. rather than 300, depending on the number of tasks. And so we we're kind of consistent on that front. The vaccination program seemed to continue to go on, and you'll give us more details on that. The question next is, as the vaccines um, continue to be dispersed and we get more and more of the percentage of the population inoculated, whether the government feels it's safe enough now to maybe relax some of the social distancing measures, especially for the small businesses, um, and especially here in the city of Seoul, probably we'll have to see uh, where some of these more um, uh, numbers either kind of trend in a more positive direction. If we get up to, this is just hypothetical and this is knocking on wood and we hope it doesn't happen, but if it starts rising up again into 500, 600, Mm. it's going to be a difficult situation, you think, for the government to really make any uh, move to relax anything. So, but with vaccinations, we've been giving these AstraZeneca shots up till now to people who are 65 or younger. So not the elderly population. There were some concerns that the AstraZeneca vaccines, well, that there was not enough uh, information yet or data yet that it was safe for elderly 
patients. So the government discussed this yesterday and looks like all around the world, more and more people as they use the AstraZeneca vaccine have been uh, gathering that data. And so now uh, it looks like there's a shift or a discussion of whether to approve uh, use for the elderly. Yes, uh, health authorities had a closed-door meeting yesterday to decide whether to allow people aged 65 or over to receive uh, AstraZeneca shots. They have put off giving AstraZeneca vaccine to this age group since February 11th, citing insufficient uh, clinical data on the product's efficacy and safety. But they are likely to approve the vaccine for this age group because there has been a series of publications with new data overseas showing effectiveness on the elderly. And countries like Germany, Sweden, and Belgium have all recently confirmed that the AstraZeneca shots are suitable for over 65. Yeah, so the global standard seems to be leaning in the direction that uh, AstraZeneca is safe for the entire population. Uh, Certainly good news uh, for people and hopefully put to bed some of the doubts and a lot of the uh, unfortunate fear-mongering that has been going on, Mm -hmm. the politicizing of the AstraZeneca uh, vaccine. And as you've pointed out with the numbers, we've got now close to half a million people inoculated already. And uh, barring, again, uh, some of the normal uh, and unfortunate side effects that you always see with vaccines, really nothing out of the ordinary right now. So um, we will continue to hope that uh, this continues to progress smoothly. Speaking of progressing smoothly, we finally have a deal now. This has been a long time coming, a lot of contentious negotiations, but Korea has now reached officially an agreement with the U.S. on the cost-sharing burdens of hosting American troops here on the Korean Peninsula. And so it finally ends a year-and-a-half saga. Tell us the details. What is the deal? Yes, the two countries finally reached a deal after holding nine rounds of talks for the 11th Special Measures Agreement, or SMA, that kicked off in September 2019. Under the new agreement, South Korea will increase its contribution by 13.9% from last year to around 1.2 trillion won. And the money will be spent on three categories. Firstly, the labor costs for Korean workers. Secondly, military facility construction, such as training grounds and intelligence equipment. And finally, logistics support, including ammunition storage or facility maintenance. Although the previous SMA expired in December 2019, the two sides could not sign a new deal because former U.S. President Donald Trump had demanded Seoul pay up to five times more. But it took less than two months to reach this deal under the new Biden administration. The two sides will decide how to portion out the cost into the three categories within 45 days after the SMA takes effect. And in 2019, they allocated 80, uh, 48% for labor costs, 36% for military facility construction, and 16% for logistics support. But this year, the portion for Korean workers' wages is likely to increase because they decided to increase Korea's contributions to uh, the labor cost to 87% from the previous 75%. The Korean government said most of the country's contribution will return to the domestic economy in the form of job creation, domestic consumption increase, and improvement of regional economy. And a high-ranking official from the government said uh, more than 90% of the country's payment typically uh, returns to the domestic economy. 
Right. So for the national security establishment here, uh, for people who uh, value the uh, Korea-U.S. alliance and um, also have a strong preference to have this uh, strong military presence here in the face of North Korea and those challenges, this is all good news. For those who have always been um, somewhat skeptical mm-hmm. of staging U.S. troops here and maybe even thought, well, the way Trump was going about it, maybe it was a chance for uh, th- there could be a little bit of a major shift in terms of whether these troops should stay and take up all this valuable land and resources and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like it's not necessarily the best of news, but uh, again, for the alliance and for Northeast Asia and this uh, so-called balance of power that uh, uh, the U.S. is wanting to maintain, it does look like uh, those, that side has uh, certainly prevailed. Let's talk about the very controversial paper that uh, Mark Ramsier, the professor at Harvard, uh, is set to publish. Now, there was a movement to try to perhaps prevent the academic journal that is publishing this piece to be able to put this in print. To the bad news for those people is that it looks like this controversial paper in regards to comfort women um, depicting them as prostitutes will be uh, released in print form. That's right. The International Review of Law and Economics that temporarily delayed print publication of the controversial paper by Harvard Law professor Mark Ramsier, it's that the paper is in its quote, final and citable form before the entire issue is published as a print issue. And Ramsier claims in his paper that sex slaves under the rule of imperial Japan, known as comfort women, were not coerced or instead uh, voluntarily entered into contracts. The claims have sparked outrage among not only South Koreans, but also prominent academics and historians arguing the article should be withdrawn from publication for lack of evidence. The journal confirmed, uh, however, that it still plans to uh, print the article after holding it temporarily to ask reviewers for comments. So, you know, academic freedom, blah, 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 freedom of speech, Hmm. blah, blah, blah. But uh, I I think the main point here is that this journal, if you're going to publish this paper, you want to make sure that everything's accurate and scholarly, the uh, academic standards and rigors are being met. And there, as you say, a lot of prominent uh, scholars who are saying Hmm. that simply isn't the case. This is just a very flawed piece of work uh, that it does not meet the muster of a standard of being published It looks like that is not going to deter the uh, publication from going through with the publication. But even in Japan, where you think, oh, they must all love Ramsier and love Mm -hmm. this paper, there are groups. uh, There's a prominent Japanese academic as well as a civic group that are actually critical of this paper. That's right. Uh, Japanese civic group Fight for Justice released a statement yesterday that Ramsier's paper was published without proper experts' review. They argued that Ramsier... arbitrarily interpreted Japanese historical documents and ignored preceding research. And they also said the comfort woman system was very different from the country's licensed prostitution system because the women were recruited by force, not voluntarily. The group will hold an online seminar next week to analyze what's wrong with the paper of Ramsier, uh, which will be the first academic conference led by Japanese scholars and civic groups since the paper was published online in December and reported in Japan by Sankei Shinbun on January 31st. All right. So uh, that's where it stands with the Ramsier issue. 
Final story here. If you are one of those uh, millions of YouTube creators, even if you're a Korean YouTuber, you're going to have to pay American taxes if you earn profits from viewers in the U.S. who click your video. They are going to start deducting taxes from creators outside the U.S. now. Yes, uh, Google, the operator of YouTube, asked creators on Tuesday local time to submit their tax information to determine the correct amount of taxes to deduct. The new tax policy will begin from as early as June, uh, Google said, and creators under the YouTube Partner Program uh, must provide their tax information even if they don't generate any earnings from U.S. viewers. And if they don't submit their tax information by May 31st, Google said that it might need to deduct up to 24% of their total profits. And Google will withhold taxes on YouTube earnings from viewers in the U.S. from advertisement views, YouTube premium, and super chat. The withholding rate could go up to 30%, but the rate for Korean creators is set at 10% because of the tax treaty between the two countries. Yeah, so uh, bad news for a lot of these user creators, largely right-wing creators, because mm-hmm. a lot of them are very uh, lucrative with their uh, super chats, and a lot of those Uh, American viewers, I got to say, because I have relatives in the U.S., they're all usually Mm. very conservative. And so uh, it would seem to be uh, those creators are going to be affected quite uh, significantly. Mira, as always, thank you very much for joining us. Always appreciate it. We will uh, talk to you soon. Thank you.